Good evening, everyone. Long time no talk. Welcome to Instinctual. I'm your host, Jonathan Schwimmer, and this episode is going to be another meditation episode. Mostly meditation. I'm going to talk a little bit in the beginning about what's going on in the world, my world, and then um, we will then do a meditation. Right now, I'm thinking maybe I'll split it up. That way, if you want to just get to the good part, and you can do so. Life has been very turbulent, um, challenging the past couple of weeks for me. Lots of change and choices and experiences that are bringing things to the surface. And quite frankly, right now I am in literal physical pain. I have a I have a headache and. My neck, my shoulders feel very tense and are taut and hard as a rock. And it's funny, I saw a friend earlier and she's like, you've got COVID. And I'm like, I wish this was COVID. If this was COVID, then that means that, you know, it's not emotional, which is what I personally know it to be. Although maybe in the next episode I'll go, yeah, it was COVID. I don't believe it to be COVID. I believe it to be a physical manifestation of what's going on, of what I'm subjecting myself to with my choices. And okay, so what are these choices? And boiled down to the simplest, the simplest answer to that question is they are choices that are against my true instinct, against my, against what my heart guides me to because my ego is so loud my attachment to fantasy my attachment to presentation to the fears is so strong that it it almost disguises itself as my heart as my instinct this is manifesting in the two most important things in my life you know, if you had met me when I was six or ten or, or in my teenage years, and you said, so like, what's most important to you? And I would always say my career and my love life, my career and finding my dream job and finding my dream woman. And, um, and I'm working through that stuff now. <laughs> I last Wednesday before last, I passed the Illinois real estate exam, so I was soon to be a licensed and sponsored broker. It was interesting. I did a little bit of celebrating. I had to drive down to Springfield, Illinois, which is about three hours from where I am, and plenty of time to sing and dance and celebrate in the car. But when I arrived back in Chicago, all of my friends were a little too busy to celebrate, and I didn't really have anyone, and I just... It, it also... No, it was. I could. I felt like I was at, standing on top of Mesa, looking out over a valley, and I could feel the change coming. And it was going to be good, but at the same time, I can feel that I'm leaving the valley that I was in previously behind. And there's some sadness there if I don't fully trust myself. You know, there's sadness, or you know, when I'm when I doubt, when I'm attached to what I know um, in the exterior. Right? I'm attached to my environment. What I really want to know, what I want to feed, is um, is that I can trust myself, that I can trust the future, that that I have learned a little bit, 
in all of my time and studying and that it's not like I know absolutely nothing. I just know mostly nothing, uh, which leaves plenty of room to learn and fill my cup. So that's kind of a brief description of what's going on as I now make the next choice in my professional life to a degree or something that, but you know, I, th I hear myself talking and I'm breaking a rule almost. I'm breaking this thing that I made my promise to myself, which is no drama. And to even, you know, build this up as an idea of, oh, the next choice and I'm standing atop a mesa and the valleys and I'm, you know, it's just like, come on, dude. You know, you're looking at your life you're making choices, changes, let it flow. Keep it simple. Um, less drama, less less of that intensity. Sometimes it can be fun, sometimes it can be beautiful, sometimes it can help you appreciate and feel the gravity of things. And at the same time, sometimes it's just not dead weight, but, 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 but a weight, yeah, a weight on you that makes life a little more heavy versus a little more uplifting and yeah i don't know part of me as i listen to myself say that so it feels a little separating if you look at your friends and and your own life and and you know that around you and, and see how much of what's going on is is dramatized is bloated up into something because of emotional attachment, because of how heavy it already is. And then for some reason, we seem to want to, you know, make it into this big thing. Maybe that's because it feels that heavy to us in our minds. We don't see it for the simplicity that it is, but I don't know. Um, so brushing all that drama aside, simply put, I'm looking at some changes in career to see where that'll take me. And I'm making some choices in my personal relationships to see there where those will take me. And I'm trying really hard to break old patterns and habits and create new ones. And it's challenging um, because of my own attachment and fears and missing out. So that's simple. And um, yeah, out outside of me, I mean, I know. You know, the world, the universe, it all revolves around me. Everything's all about me. Um, it is intense. It's a heavy time. It is an incredibly heavy time to see. With COVID, I mean, we're—it's almost like we're living in a temporary dystopia. I—I I watch old. I, I think back to old movies that I used to watch as a kid. And I'm driving and I'm, I'm seeing these signs saying like, if you have COVID, report to here, get tested or, you know, quarantine yourself and, you know, everybody in a face mask. And it's, you know, eight months, nine months of this and it's becoming an, a normal, a normalcy. And watching what's happening to, to entire swaths of industry and just, you know, it's incredible. The amount of fear built around it. The people that I know and trust and see, not to say that COVID isn't real, it very much is, but but people that I know and respect in the medical field tell me that, that what is more damaging than COVID is the anxiety, fear, depression, um, separation that, 
that it's causing based on how our governments are handling it. Um, I have my own ideas on solutions, but no need to get into those. Suffice to say that, you know, do your best to protect yourself, live healthy, trust, and, you know, know that anything that comes your way is something that you need, a lesson, as hard as it may be, physically, mentally, emotionally. So, the best advice I can give you right now, and before, you know, I'll use this as a segue into the meditation, which I'm going to now make a separate episode, is um, to, to boil everything down in your life, boiling away the drama, purging it away, keeping things simple and light, you know, creating thoughts are like sound, and when you send a sound out, your body, your existence, it reacts to that, it forms around that. There's this incredible video, I wish I could like tie it in, maybe I can put a link in the description or something, but it was of a gentleman who had this plate and he poured sand on the plate and then he had these tools and he would take one tool and he would run the tool across the plate and it would make a sound and then based on that sound, that frequency, a shape would take form in the sand. The sand would literally move itself and make a shape. And then he'd take a different tool and he would run that tool. It would make a different sound and a different shape would create. And it's the most surefire example of how your thoughts are the sound. They literally create frequency create sound then your body forms up and so you know if you haven't been told this before your brain is powerful and you essentially have a very very powerful tool and hammer is a tool a screwdriver a stand mixer a gun they're all tools and they're all powerful to a degree. Some a little bit more powerful than others. I mean, it depends on how much you measure power. A hammer can be powerful. It can create. It can also destroy. You know, a gun can be powerful. It can be used for sport or it can be used to um, end existence here. Your mind is more powerful than any and all of those tools combined. And so be mindful of what sounds you're creating. At the same time, you want to respect what you're feeling. But remember that your feelings are not your reality, necessarily. And if you play the right sound, if you play the right sound, you can change feelings. You can change thoughts. And this isn't a permanent thing. It's much like the weather, exercising. You know, it's self-care. It's, you know, staying positive. It's choosing to see how you view the world and view yourself. And if you do it long enough, you know, just like with exercise, it gets easier. Your body gets used to it. Muscle memory is created. So, something to think about. Other stuff that I won't talk about now, but I want to talk about the idea of protecting people from things, about taking responsibility for others, and how that kind of, while we do it in the name of love, we're probably more doing it in the name of loving ourselves, not in a constructive way. 
I'm being very vague there, and I'm not going to expand upon that. Sorry. Next episode. Next episode. Um, coming up immediately next is going to be part two, but I'm going to put in a separate check, and it's going to be a meditation on how to basically stay in a light or in the light, in your light, in a very dark time, in a very dark period, which is, I know, where we're at. So hopefully you'll hit play next um, for part two of episode, I think this is 14. And thank you for listening and tuning in here. Um, I haven't mentioned it in a while, but I do have the email up, heyinstinctual at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, um, I'm compelled to remind anyone who feels that they want to donate to Venmo. It's at jschwim, J-S-C-H-W-I. M. Jonathan Schwimmer. Although I don't think you can donate now with um, without a phone number or something, which is probably for the best. Um, anyway, thanks so much. And remember that you are unconditionally loved. So unconditionally love yourself. <laughs>